season four, episode 11. There was an error last week. We said it was 11 last week, but we skipped a week. So we're actually on 11. We're caught up. It's episode 11 and week 11. Here we go. Yeah. No stack guy this year. We, we have a vacant position. Mr. Boers um, might have retired. Do we know? He will be making an appearance. We haven't oh. decided on which episode yet. Uh, I've talked to him uh, off the clock, and uh, we're going to try to fit him in an upcoming episode here. Excellent. So uh, we got some general football news to talk about. Bills game, obviously, to talk about. What are we going to start with first? We'll start with the Bills. Uh, I mean, upsetting loss here, two in a row. Bills fall 33-30 to to the Vikings in overtime, below a 17-point lead in the third quarter. Um, Tough game, man. Started off hot, though. They looked like they were going to blow them out. They were blowing them out. Yeah, we were up for 17 in the third quarter. The end of the third quarter, I should say. Yeah. What what kind of happened there? Um, I mean, the Bills were pretty much in control of this game. Third quarter comes around. We hold Delvin Cook in check pretty much that whole game. He busts out an 81-yard touchdown run. One play, yeah. that's it. They're down by 10, just like that. I mean, that's um, how we lost right the, the Patriots game last year in that win game. They had that one run. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Sometimes just one play, and that was a spark for them. After that, it kind of was all downhill for the Bills. Um, the Bills go 13 plays after that, throw an INT. Vikings go 13 plays, convert on two fourth downs, score a touchdown. Uh, that seemed to be the theme of that game, too. A lot of fourth down conversions, the Vikings. I think they were 3 for 5, Bills 0 for 1 in that game. Um, kind of side note, do you think we're going for it too much on fourth down? Do you think... Well, when we're in that red zone, when we potentially could have kicked that field goal, I know we wouldn't have been up by three. I think we were up by two scores at that point, but it would have, if we made it, would have still been two scores. Mm-hmm. It definitely would have came into play. We would have won the game in retrospect. I hate to, you know, look back on a decision, but uh, McDermott all all year has gone for it on fourth down. So I don't fault them for going for it. It kind of sucks that obviously they didn't convert it. Would you like to see them be a little bit more conservative in that type of situation? In that type of situation, it's looking back on hindsight on this, yeah, but I feel like we were trying to protect the lead for most of the game instead of kind of closing them out a little bit. And I don't know if that's necessarily meaning having to go for it on fourth downs. A lot of the play calling, I think, in this game was suspect. Uh, we got away from the run game after it was really successful early on. Delvin Cook, Delvin Cook, Singletary, Singletary two, touchdowns two touchdowns in the first quarter. Yep, he was churning. Second half, ghost gone. Why? We had a fucking seventeen point lead. If not, if anything, that's when you should be running the ball with your running back. Yeah, protecting the lead. Um, after after the Bills uh, Vikings converted those thirteen plays, scored a touchdown, twenty four twenty seven. Now they're down by three. Uh, that's when the catch happened too. I think on that drive was the Justin Jefferson on fourth and eighteen. So yes. I want to talk about that real quick. Um, catch of the year, a lot of people are saying. Catch of yeah, the last yeah. twenty years, they're saying it might be better than the Odell catch. Now let's but let's rewind here. Sure. Uh, Diggs had an unbelievable catch in the middle of the field. Just yep. went straight up, one hand catch, one handed. Now that was sick. The Justin Jefferson, you know, we all know it's Justin Jefferson. He had one hand up. But I don't know who the defender was. Jackson, maybe? It was Dane Jackson, Dane Jackson. I believe. Yep. He literally caught the ball with two hands, and Jefferson's hand was kind of cradling the ball at the same time. 
So I feel like if he would have just punched it out of the air, swatted it instead of going for Pulled the pick. Pulled his arm back even. just he, he tried to go for the pick. It was fourth down. I know, you know. Which the, is even more the reason not to go the, for the pick. The flashy move is to get the pick. I feel like a situational awareness would have, the smart play would have been to smack it out of the air. And it turns out that him, he really assisted Jefferson in making that catch. Because Jefferson just really had his hand up there and it was kind of cradled into his hand. It was a freak play, don't get me wrong. But catch of the year, no. Uh, George Pickens' catch was much sicker than that catch. Situational-wise, dirty. Kind of unfortunate for Bills fans. Yeah, uh, I'd have to agree. There's definitely a lot... um... I don't know, sexier catches out there, I'll, I'll say that. I think Diggs' catch w- was a little bit better, to be honest with you. Um, but you're right, just because of the situation, being fourth down, keeping the team alive, giving them a chance to win this game, um, all that played into that catch as well. Um, but I will say, after that, um, the Bills uh, ended up having a defensive stand. I think it was the next drive. Or it might have been that drive, actually. I think this is, I got my drives mixed up. So he makes the fourth and 18 catch. There's two minutes to go. Um, the Vikings get down to the goal line, and the Bills stop him. Yep. Um, we stopped him on the goal line, and I'm thinking to myself, it, 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 we're going to get the ball back. We're going to be on like the inch yard line. It's still going to be like dangerous territory. You can't and, run up. You can't, it was. You can't throw really. Uh, it's dangerous to run it. So the logical, and I think they did the right play, was they were going to go with a Josh Allen QB sneak. Yep. I was fine. I was fine with that. Butt fumble. No. That was not the butt fumble, no. bro. He like didn't even get it in his hands. No, yeah, he he got to get your hands nice and deep in there. But. You know, they practice how many times this snap exchange. Um, you think it would be one of the most simple things to do in football, but when the pressure's on, um, this is when that crap kind of happens. And unfortunately, you know, we had all chalked up the win at that point. I mm-hmm. was I wasn't even watching the game. I was in the kitchen. And next thing you know, I look over and there's a fumble, and they're calling Minnesota a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, you hate to see it. Uh, just here's the thing: I was being a negative Nancy during this entire second half, especially in the fourth quarter here of this game, because I can slowly see us throwing the game away piece by piece. And I was even saying um, before we even stopped him on fourth down on the goal, well, it's going to be hard even if we turn over the get the ball on turnover on downs here because we're going to be on the inch yard line. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Boom, they fumble it. So. Vikings score their third t- consecutive touchdown. They're up thirty-one or thirty to twenty-seven. Excuse me. Um, Bills have a chance to tie it. They move quickly in a field goal position. Bass hits a field goal to tie the game to go to overtime. On that drive, though, I will say there was a controversial, another controversial Gabe play. Davis catch. Gabe Davis catch. Um, he didn't catch it. By that the wasn't way. that wasn't a catch. That was not a catch. Now look at man, this sucks because you know I don't want to be a homer here. They should be reviewing plays like this. Yeah. Because I would hate for that to happen against the Bills. Yep. Uh, and cost us a game. And he didn't like when he came up from the ground. He didn't even act like he caught it. He act like he dropped it. It was kind of weird. And then they kind of hustled to the line, snapped it quick. But they usually blow that dead. So right. Kind of weird. I don't know if it affected the outcome or not. But, uh, yeah, we won't know if it really affected the, the outcome of this game or not. Um, so ben- the Bills uh, get the benefit of the doubt on that. Bass hits a field goal. Um, they, we had a chance. I think we threw to the end zone. There was another PI in the end zone. There was, there was They just took too much time off the clock, and we had to kick a field goal. I would have liked to take another shot yeah. um, before we kick the field goal. One more shot. But we go to overtime. Bills lose the coin toss. like five 
five seconds left on yeah, the Yeah, it was like five, six seconds, That's which is dicey. your border. I think it was six. So it's borderline real dicey. You have to hike and throw a quick pass. And so. they're, they're on like the 25, 20, something around there. It was close. It was close because it was a 29-yard field goal, I believe. Would have been so. risky. Yeah, probably the 20-yard line. But Josh, I mean, quick hike and a bullet, man, but it's yeah. all got to work out. Yeah. I know. It is definitely I, I, did, I didn't mind it. Um, so we go into overtime. Um, Bills lose the coin toss yet again. I want to know what that's. Who was that? Who here. was that Bills player out oh, in the midfield? Know. He was in street clothes. I have no idea who Matt that Barkley, was. Was that Trey White? I don't, oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't see it? Well, was he black or white? It was black. Oh, okay. It wasn't Matt clothes. Barkley then. No, it was not Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> anyway i didn't see who was out there at the yeah toss. it was kind of weird anyways yeah so, so we're in overtime uh bills lose the coin toss yet again i'd like to see our numbers on coin toss wins i, I think in we're, overtime. we're terrible um vikings go down kick a field goal we hold them to a field goal bills have a chance they drive down the field we have a chance to win the game or josh tie the is game. literally running for his life we we think the magic is coming here yeah and then he kind of gets hot feet in the pocket and just tries to pipe one in there and gets picked off. Picked off Patrick Peterson's second pick of the game. That's Josh's second pick of the game. Uh, he's up to 10 on the year, which ties all of last year's picks. Three fumbles lost this year, ties all of last year's fumbles. Not looking good in the turnover department here. So looking back at this game we had multiple we should have won this game we had a commanding lead until the end of the third and they fell apart i'm i don't know where we start to point the finger at on this one it's got to start with the quarterback you'd almost have to say um but i'd like to see a little bit better play calling here we need to start running the ball i have no idea what's going on we were running effectively this game yeah this was the type of game where the bills needed to do everything quote-unquote everything wrong to lose the game and minnesota had to do everything right to win the game and that's literally what happened like when's the last time you've seen the fumble on the goal line there in that situation almost never no you don't because everybody knows their role at the end of the game there you're gonna hike the ball and you're gonna qb sneak it technically you could even take the safety or you you know if you don't convert it and you end up getting a safety it's not the end of the world. Not ideal. But fumble was the worst case scenario. Yeah. So am I mad that they lost? No. Because I think the Bills are the better team. And they literally did so many things wrong to lose that game. If they do one of those things right, they win the game. Kick the field goal, they win the game. Fourth and 18, they swat it down, win the game. No fumble, win the game. Yeah, it and, all, it's all coming down to like one or two and plays. Minnesota had to do all of those right to win. So... Yeah, we'll give Minnesota credit. I think they're second in the league in takeaways. Good for them. They're, what, 8-1 and one or something stupid. Bills are a better team. And, you know, if this trend continues for the Bills, I'd be I'd be concerned. But a midseason, quote-unquote, slump, if you want to call it that, I'm really not too concerned about it. I will say this, though. Uh, the injury bug is running through the defense. Um, we got some players back this week. Uh, Matt, Matt Milano, I think, was back. Um, we need Rousseau back. We do. But also, I think it's time that Trey White comes back. I have no idea what's going it's on It's been here. like three weeks we've, since he's been activated. Yep, we've activated. I think we activated him two weeks, two or three weeks ago. Um, maybe it was the week before the Jets game. No sight of this guy on the field. Um, yes, it's hurting that Poyer, or Hyde's out for the year. That That's a yeah, big, that's that a big loss. Big. Uh, DeMar Hamlin's been stepping in there. He's been playing pretty good as a, as a backup. Not Poyer, to be confused with Hamler on Denver. Not to be confused. Poyer is um, 
you know, been on and off the field. He's been hurt. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds has been hurt in recent games. Uh, we have a lot of key components here that have been hurt. I think that is playing into it a little bit because our fourth down stoppage and third third and longs have been awful in recent games here. We gave up, like I said, we gave up, uh, I think, with three for five and fourth down conversions. That fourth and 18 cost us the game. That was one of those plays. If we stop them, that's pretty much run the clock out. We're done. Yep. Um, I just don't see the I just don't see the sense of urgency on the defense. You got Von Miller trying to do everything he can out there, but if it's not a passing situation, he's not going to be pretty much a factor out there. Agreed. He's not a good run stopper. We, we have him in there to be a pass rusher. So um, I don't know, man. The Bills uh, kind of fallen apart here in the last couple of games. I was going to say some really suspect interceptions. Like I hate to well, say, well, that Jets it. game was the awful. Jets was terrible. I don't like. Is he seeing ghosts out there or what, man? Like. It's not looking good. Um, he'll figure it out. I'm not worried. Like, are you worried? I'm not even worried. It's just I'm not terrible to see, but, like, it's fucking Josh Allen. Look, at, and I see all the, the posts on Facebook like, oh, right after the yeah. game. Oh, oh, bench Josh Allen. Yeah. Are you out of your fucking mind? Let's bench calm jo- down. Bench Josh Allen for who? The Bills can beat <laughs> any team in this league on any given day. We like, don't have Joe Burrow as our backup. It's Case Keenum. We're going to keep Josh Allen in there right. until he's dead or he literally, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. You're going to play that guy. Although, I was going to say, were you shocked that he played this game? Because that was our talk last week. Did we think he was going to start or not? And how effective would he be if he did? I don't know if this had anything to do with the injury from last week. I'm going to say no because I'm gonna say no too. we were in a commanding lead. He didn't have to throw downfield. I don't think it's his his arm is hurt is why he's making bad you know decisions out there. Um, he's not grimacing after he throws like that last interception. He rifled that in the middle of the field. I will point out yeah. though when he threw that pick and then he tackled uh, what you call it. He like punched the ground with his bad arm yeah. and then like he was laying there. I'm like oh god. That was kind of stupid. I mean, I, I get the frustration here. So, you know, we, we've lost two in a row. Um, you're losing to the Jets. Third in the division. A beatable team. You're losing to Minnesota. A, a decent team, but still that was a win. So now it's like we gave up almost two wins in a row. And it was more, I will give credit to the Jets defense last week. They played great. Um, Minnesota hung in there enough to win this game. You know, as much as I want to say we threw a lot of these games, the other team had to stick in there, and that's what they did to beat the Bills, especially beating the Bills at home, man. you got to give Minnesota a little credit for that one. All right, we're going to talk about this upcoming Bills matchup here real quick. Let's and do it. And then we'll move on. Sure thing. Because, I'm I, honestly, I, I was talking to you before the, we started this podcast, and I was saying how, like, I've been depressed. I don't know if it was the alcohol this weekend or the Bills game on Sunday. Might be a little bit of both. A little bit of both, but... We got Cleveland coming to town against Buffalo. Apparently, there's like a blizzard coming here. Some people are saying like three feet of snow. It's supposed to start Friday. Thursday night. Yeah, Friday. Friday somewhere Saturday. around. Friday through Saturday. Dude, the throughway is already closed. Like part of the throughway is closed. Travel WYRK reported it first. Uh, Cleveland coming to town. Good run team. Terrible pass team. Deshaun Watson returned to practice. Bill's at home. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm taking Cleveland with plus six. Money line will take Buffalo. Um, I do think they do things a little bit better this game. Maybe maybe one turnover. Um, I do think they come away with a win. I'm going to say close game, though. I'm going to agree with you on this. It's going to be a lot closer. Look, at early in the season, um, 
we're going to say we're smashing this team. We're going to beat them like we beat the Steelers. Shout out. No comment. Um, but now after watching the last couple games with the struggles that Josh is having, the team, I think other teams are starting to figure us out a little bit as well. We just can't r- throw the ball every time. Um, we were very effective last week running the ball with Singletary. And I'm going to say it again. You're going to have to run the ball again this week. The You know the Browns are going to run the ball. They have arguably one of the top rushers in the league with Nick Chubb. Um, offensively, that's all you can really count on. There's no Deshaun Watson. You don't have to worry really much about quarterback play. The receiving core is mediocre. Yeah, you have Cooper, but I'm going to say mediocre still. Yep. You pinpoint on Chubb. We did a great job up until that 81-yard rushing touchdown to Delvin Cook holding yep. the, the Vikings in check, which has been our weakness on defense all year. I say we get some more players back defensively. We get a little bit healthier, hopefully, this week. We focus on stopping Nick Chubb, and I think the Bills can sneak out this one. I think it'll be a close game. It could be a three-point game. Ooh. It could be a three-point game. It could be. I'm going to take well, the Bills, obviously. Do you think weather will be a factor here? Um, if it is, you're going to definitely see a lot more running, and that might have to force us to run the ball a little bit more. I think it's supposed to snow Saturday night, so I'm going to say the field will be in probably good condition if it sure. stops snowing Sunday. It'll be cold, but that's nothing new. Yeah, if they can take care of the field, uh, it's not snowing during the game, which you're right, I don't think it's supposed to snow Sunday, then it might not have too much of a factor. It'll still be fucking cold out, oh, and yeah. that, that could play itself in there. But Cleveland's an outdoor. They, yeah. they know. It's cold in Cleveland. They're a cold-weather team as well. So um, do you think that... If Deshaun was playing this game, would that have changed the outcome? Because he was originally supposed to come back week eleven. Like, and he was didn't. it now? Clarify: Would this be his first game back, or already having played a no, couple this, of games? No, this this was supposed to be, I think, his first game back because it was originally supposed to be week eleven, and then they pushed it to week thirteen. I'm gonna say it would not affect it just because he looked doo doo dog trash in the preseason. New team. I don't care what you say. As as good as you are, there's gonna be some bumps for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't. So he's practicing this week. He is. I don't think anybody coming back is going to be right back into it after missing this much game time. I can get it. You you can practice. He hasn't played a game. He didn't play a game all last year. Especially at the quarterback position, man. Like, you know, C Matt going to San Francisco. It's it's almost like a plug and play. You know, you're a running back. You just run, catch balls. Quarterback, you got to learn the offense. I agree. Uh, It's definitely a tougher position. Um, you, you just can't mosey on in there and be a, a factor right away. And I'm going to say, this isn't just this season. It was last season. He's missed almost two years of football. Um, I, so it's not like it was. I missed a couple games. He hasn't played football since the 2020 season, bro. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think it changes anything. Um, before we get into the pickums here, I do want to talk about at least one game. Can we talk about some news first? Well, you really you want to talk? Okay, let's go. Last, I mean, this, last week's games. This just this is we got to talk about let's the hear it. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, not going undefeated this year. Eagles, uh, what happened? Easiest schedule in the NFL. You know it's going to happen. You're going to lose to a bad team eventually. Um, they lose to the Redskins. Oh, oh whoa, got them. <laughs> the Commanders. Sure. And uh, it was actually a pretty good game. for. It was a back-and-forth battle, actually. Uh, the, the Commanders did hold them in check for most of that game. A.J. Brown, not a factor. Um, one catch for like one seven catch. yards, I believe it was. Uh, the Commanders held them in check. They had a good running game. 
Gibson, um, Brian Robinson Jr., looking pretty effective. Junior. <laughs> that is his name. Uh, Taylor Heineke, uh, even looking spry out there. Easy, so, 66% passer that was, rating. That was, a, that was a Philly home game that they lost to. So yeah. I don't think anybody would have called that. Or I actually won a bet. I didn't win the bet because I had a parlay with it. But I did call the re- the commanders uh, plus 11 on that. I didn't need all 11 because okay. I won without it. But nice. I had a feeling that they would cover the spread, and they did. Oh, King J, what do we want to talk about? Steelers getting the win 20 to 10 against the Saints. Kind of surprised because Steelers are dog trash this the year. The Saints have looked worse, but though. But Saints are even worse dog trash. Um, you like to see it, Steeler Nation. Uh, some news I want to talk about. Josh Lambeau lawsuit against Urban Meyer for getting kicked. Hey. J- Judge has dismissed the case. <laughs> okay, some news there. Uh, David Johnson, the ageless wonder David Johnson, yes. signs to the practice team of the Saints. Okay. Um, I really why? have no further comment. What, is Kamara hurt? <laughs> I don't think so. So what's going on here? Is Ingram hurt? Uh, Saints are bad. That's what's going on, but man. Why are you going to take a bad player to add him to a bad team? I don't know, man. I'm just I'm just reporting the news here. Yeah. The Saints <laughs> need a quarterback. That's been the issue since Breeze left, okay? Uh, this just in, Jameis Winston's not it. Did he play against the Steelers? I don't even know. Who? Winston. No, it's been or the Dal- Red Rocket. It's been Dalton, dude. Oh. They, they've actually Winston's been healthy for yeah. I think two weeks now, three weeks, and they've benched him. They're going with Andy Dalton. Winston's not looked good. They paid him some money. They thought he was going to be the truth. He got the LASIK eye surgery. Remember? Yeah. Oh, I can yeah. see all of a sudden. Yeah. No, you still suck. Yeah. <laughs> You're still, still not good. All right, let's move on to this week's game, shall we? We shall. Thursday night game, Tennessee at Green Bay. Green Bay coming off a nice overtime win against Dallas. That was a good game. Saw zero highlights of that game, but kind of surprising. Who do you like in this game? Uh, you didn't see any highlights in this game? How no. about uh, Let me throw this name out here. Christian Watson, rookie wide receiver. Don't know what college he went to. Three tutties. I'm going to say Clemson, but it's probably wrong. Three touchdowns in this game. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Um, Available in all leagues, too. He just got picked up. I think, actually, Jeff picked him up <laughs> in his own league, and I knew someone was going to reach for him because uh, guess what? Next week he'll have one catch. Probably. But, um, I know that was a good game. Uh, I think Green Bay's kind of finally they needed a win. They needed a win they badly. Really Look at Minnesota's win. running away with the division. They're eight and one. Yep. I don't think, and everybody else has a losing record. I'm pretty sure. I think it might be too late to to catch them. They might be able to sneak in a wild card game if they can get some more wins under their belt. Um, but I think they really needed this last week against Dallas, who's. I'm not going to say a bad team, but they're not a great team either. So I'd say it's a quality win in overtime. Yep. I'm going to take Green Bay at home. It's a primetime game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers knows how to play under the lights. I'll tell you who doesn't know how to play under the lights. Ryan Tannehill. It's not Tannehill. I think it's Dwayne Haskins or who, not Haskins. He's Malik Willis? Is Malik he Willis. Dude, Dwayne Haskins dead. Tannehill is not oh playing, bro? God, I'm out of here. Um, I have Malik no Willis. idea. Malik. Tannehill's not playing, though? I don't think so, dude. I think he's... He's done. But, um, he's getting the boot. At this point, I can't believe I said Dwayne Haskins. Uh, R.I.P. Uh <laughs> We're taking Green Bay. I'm going to stop yep. talking. <laughs> We're going to take Green Bay as well. Chicago at Atlanta. Chicago coming off of a loss to the Detroit Lions. Um, pretty crazy game. I saw some highlights of that game. Who do you like here? Well, I'll tell you what my, my head is telling me to pick Chicago in this game because Justin Fields is unbelievable in the last couple of games. Yes, he um, is. 
fantasy wise, I think he's put up back to back fifty point fantasy games, which is wow. crazy to think about. Um, they've won one and lost one of those games. Oh, but some reason I want to pick Atlanta in this game because I had a feeling that you would pick Chicago, and I'm right, uh, <laughs> and I need to catch up. I'm still down by three. It's 71, by the way, to 73 total wins for the year. 74. Uh, King, 74, sorry. King J does have a three-win three, uh, three win lead on me. Um, also, Atlanta home. Uh, I just traded away Kyle Pitts in my fantasy league. Who would you get? Uh, A.J. Dillon, straight up. Because oh. I wanted a handcuff. And okay. Kyle Pitts, I knew he'd go for it because Kyle Pitts is projected 12 every week and gets two. Correct. So that's fast. It's, it's kind of a, it's a good trade away. And because I traded him away, he'll have a great game and probably put up 20 points this week. <laughs> so that's why I'm picking Atlanta. Okay, we're going Justin Fields. Uh, and that's why we're picking Chicago. Moving on Philadelphia Eagles at Indianapolis. New head coach, Jeff Saturday. 1 0. 1 0. Um, Matt Ryan back at the helm. I didn't see this one coming. I don't know if anybody did. I we both picked Vegas. I think last week Vegas was at home. They're, we're saying there's no way that Vegas can lose a home game against the Colts, who have been bad. We also thought Sam Ellinger was going to start. We did against a head coach who has never coached in his life before with a rookie quarterback. Now, if you would have told me Ryan was going to start the game, I still wouldn't have changed my pick. Probably However, not. After last week's win, they got the boys behind them. Matt Ryan's back in the lineup looking a lot more efficient. I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know who was calling the plays before, uh, if it was Frank Wright or not. But I think this team under Jeff Saturday has got a little bit of spark in them. However, it's the Eagles. And the Eagles coming off a bad win, bad loss against the Commanders, I think want a little bit of a, a um, kind of want to get this win here. They don't want to lose two in a row. I'm going to take Philly in this one. However, if it was most other teams, I'd I'd roll with the the Colts on this one. Mm-hmm. I think they got this is going to be a, actually a better game than people might give it credit for. Yeah, I'm going to go with Philly as well. Um they're going to rebound here and I think they're a better team in general. So for that, we'll take Philly. Moving on. Jets at New England, both teams coming off the bye. Jets feeling good off their last win against the Bills. What are we thinking? I think that I should pick the Patriots, but I'm picking the Jets in this one. Uh, Just for what you just said, coming off a bye, I get the Patriots coming off a bye as well. Coming off a bye, but also coming off a Bills win. When you're coming off a Bills win, you feel like you've won the Super Bowl already, (laughs) Uh, hence Miami when they beat us. Um, I think that for that reason alone, beating the Bills has probably boosted their their confidence that they can beat anybody. Our division is looking real good again this year. The Patriots holding up the back end of that, um, but everybody has a winning record. I'm going with the Jets in this game, though. Surprisingly, I am going with the Jets as well. New oh. England is favored, minus three. Um, Jets' defense is looking good. I really have no faith in Mac Jones. Um, I have no faith in Zach Wilson either. It's battle of bad quarterbacks. Yeah, but, I mean, he's been injured. He was injured his rookie year. He doesn't have, like, a full slate of games kind of like Mac Jones does. Eh, they're both pretty bad at this point in time. I just like the Jets' defense a little bit better. I agree. Okay, possibly the worst game of the week, Rams at New, or- New Orleans. Wow. I uh, don't know what the under-over Cooper is on Cup this game. on IR. But I'm taking the under. You got it? Saints minus four. That's no, embarrassing. No, the, what's the uh, under? Oh, I don't, I don't have that. Okay, well, that's 38 terrible. and a half. Oh, yeah, taking the under still. Um, 
I'm picking the Saints on this one strictly for the home team, I think, in this matchup here. Uh, I don't, and this is, again, predicated on Stafford playing or not. And Cooper Cup's out. Cooper Cup's out for the year. You already weren't throwing to Allen Robinson, who was healthy So who the the hell is going to catch? Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson. Who he he was dropping key passes. You got Tyler Higby, who's been a he had one good game this year. Their run game has been completely dismantled. Cam Akers has looked like shit. Um, I think they got a guy coming off of IR that they're hoping to plug in there and be an all star all of a sudden. There's a lot of question marks after winning a Super Bowl. I've never seen a team plummet so quickly. That's a very um, good point. I mean, honestly, the best they've looked all year, no joke, is against the Bills when they lost to us on the and first game of the year. When they got smoked too. But that's the best they've looked, I think, offensively. Like they were, and they weren't looking that good. But that's the best they've looked all year. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna take New Orleans. Uh, we're looking for a Chris Olave touchdown. He's Ooh. been kind of slow the last few weeks. Michael Thomas is out for the year. This guy's a fucking China doll. I don't know what's going on with them. I think it's time to hang him up. Um, I believe he's a free agent next year anyways. The Saints can finally, you know, unload him. Uh, Landry's back in the lineup. Um, I don't know, man. Andy Dalton under the helm. They play very conservatively. A healthy Kamara. And like you said, they just got David Johnson, who's not going to be a factor. No. I'm I'm taking the Saints. Yeah, I'm taking the Saints as well, just for the Kamara factor there at home. Moving on, Lions versus the Giants, 3-6 versus 7-2. Giants minus three. Uh, Lions playing good football. They were one and six. Now they're three and six. Two in a row? Two in a row. That means two in a row. Uh, I would love to pick the Lions, but I can't because the Giants are at home. This is coming down to one of those home games. They're playing good football, man. Dable's got them rolling. Look, Dable does have them. I don't care how they're winning, they're winning. Here's the thing you got Saquon on the team. (sighs) Man, it's tough to pick against him. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Giants on this one again. Strictly home game. Saquon's healthy this year, looking like the best running back. Rookie Wandale Robinson. Yeah, we'll take the Giants as well. Carolina at Baltimore. Check out the spread here. Ravens minus 13. Holy shit. I think uh, it's Carolina or Ravens coming off the bye last week. Let's take a look. They are coming off the bye. And we know about teams coming off the bye. This one, don't have much to say. We're going to pick the Ravens. Lamar's going to have a field day. Carolina, not a good team. Baker's back at quarterback, I believe. And if that's the case, guaranteed loss for the (laughs) the Panthers. Guaranteed loss. Yeah, I don't know what the Mark Andrews status is, but Baltimore better team. We don't have to waste our breath talking about Carolina. And and I will say it doesn't matter because Isaiah Likely, Mark Andrews' backup, is looking very good out there, very comfortable. Um, Had a touchdown in the one game Mark Andrews uh, wasn't in that he started, so. Uh, Washington Commanders at Houston against Davis Mills. Spread for reference: Commanders minus three. Texans one and seven and one. Commanders five and five, coming off a big win. Heineke and company. What do you got? Yeah, I'm taking Washington. I don't think I've picked Houston all year, and I won't pick them all year. Uh, for that reason, we're going to go with the Commanders. Like you said, big win against the Eagles at home. Um, they needed that. The Eagles needed to lose. Right, uh, I keep wanting to say them. Commanders, <laughs> they're going to keep rolling here. Uh, we're going to take Houston here. Davis Mills at the helm. Looking pretty oh! good. And the wild card factor here, rookie Damian Pierce went uh, nine rushes last game for 166 yards. Um, he had three touchdowns? Or that might be on the season. 
I don't know. I don't know what that. We That's need a stack guy. Terrible. Whatever you just said. You can't nine for one sixty six and three touchdowns. There's no way. Not. Eh. Those aren't his rushes for the year. I don't know what G stands for. We games. Need, we need a stack games. guy. Yeah, it could be nine games. games. <laughs> 165 rushes, 772 total yards. There you go. That's making better sense. Anyways, he runs hard, though. He does. Uh, him and Brees Hall looking like the top two rookie running backs this year. Brees Hall going down with an injury a couple weeks ago. Jets really missing him. Um, but Damian Pierce, the only bright spot on that team. Okay, moving on. Vegas versus Denver. Well, you said the worst game of the week was, uh, what, New Orleans and the Rams? Yep. This might be the second worst game of the week here. Um, I'm just sick of watching the Raiders, man. Like, I'm sick of watching Denver. I agree. How many primetime games do they get in their um, dog trash? Luckily, it's not a primetime game. Jerry Judy got hurt last game. Yep. Don't know the extent of the injury. Um, really haven't done anything all year. Devontae Adams is on Vegas. He had, like, that first half where he went off and then had one catch in the second half. Like, bro, I don't understand how Vegas is this bad. Yeah, he, he's been kind of stressing me out as a fantasy owner. Um, you know, he's done good the last couple of weeks. I mean, he's put points up. But, yeah, that game where he had 25 in the first quarter and finished with, like, 26. I, I just don't know how that happens. Um, I'm looking at Denver this game. I'm picking the, the Broncos. They're home. Uh, I believe they're coming off a of bye week as well. Uh, I'm forced to start Russ this week in fantasy because Geno Smith is on a bye. I'm not too excited about it. However, I will say, fun fact, Russ's best game of the year, he put up 31 fantasy points only once this year, and it was against the Raiders at home. So It's a good stat. I will, I will pick the Broncos at home this week, and I think Russ has a repeat game. He might throw for two to three touchdowns this game, which mm. would be crazy to say that, which is nuts that I'm even saying that that's nuts. Uh, we're taking Denver. Yeah, I'm taking Denver. They're at home, and that's really the only reason. Moving on, Dallas at Minnesota. Minnesota, of course, coming off the big win. Second in the league in takeaways. Dallas is playing good football. Um, Minnesota is playing winnable football. They're 8-1. They, they are 8-1. Um, I think Dallas may be a, a, a tad bit overrated. Minnesota, of course, too, but they do have more wild card X Factor type of players than Dallas, in my opinion. Like, who who on Dallas is a wild card player? Don't say Pollard. They have nobody. Tony Pollard looks so good out there. He looks good, but he's not a Justin Jefferson, Delvin Cook. No, CeeDee Lamb has potential to be that type of spark that the team needs. I will say Pollard it does as well, but CeeDee Lamb has the stardom already around him. Um, he hasn't come to that this year. A lot of pressure was put on him. He hasn't really shown anything for it. Last week he did have a pretty decent game. Um, they were they were in need of having Dak back. As much as I liked Cooper Rush experiment, um, he's not gonna he's not Dak Prescott. He's not gonna win you games when you're down by a lot. You're gonna need somebody with a big arm. That's what Dak provides. The run game has been eh, so-so. I think they finally, once they move on from Zeke, they'll be fine. But they re-signed him last year. So, unfortunately, you're going to have to stick with Zeke for a couple more years, I believe, whatever the contract is. This game, though, I don't think Minnesota's really overrated. Uh, After beating the Bills, as much as we threw away that game as we possibly could, they still finished. They're 8-1. The Eagles are 8-1. You're going to have to start giving credit to some of these teams late in the season that are still have only one loss. Uh, I'm taking Minnesota on this one. Okay. Uh, Vegas 
on the other hand, has given Cowboys the favorite in this game at minus one and a half. Complete disrespect for Minnesota. Cowboys coming off the overtime loss. Vikings coming over, coming off of a win. You know, this does set up nicely for a Cowboys rebound type of win here. Vikings are kind of suspect. However, we are playing in Minnesota, and we are going to continue riding that wave. And for that reason, I will pick Minnesota. Kansas City Chiefs against the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Chargers have been kind of like trending down. Like we really thought they were going to compete for uh, no wide receivers. Super Bowl here. Mike Williams hurt. Keenan Allen may not play another football game again in his career. Uh, fun fact here: Mahomes is thirteen and zero on the road in his division in his career. That is crazy. <laughs> and for that reason, we will be picking the Chiefs. Yeah, it's it's tough to pick against Patty Mahomes. Doesn't matter home or away. Uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs as well. Chargers, uh, the injury bug is running through them. Their breaks. Shout out Juju got smoked, concussion, knocked out on the field last week. Yeah, did you see that or no? No, I didn't. Yeah, he got Wally popped. Well, Kadarius my... Tony though caught a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna see a little bit more of MVS maybe Marquez Valdez Scantling. Nope, it's going to be Kelsey all day. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chargers, uh, Keenan Allen is questionable, though, I think, this week. He could possibly make a return. Mike Williams still out. Um, they still have Austin Eckler, man. They have a decent team. It's just can they stay healthy enough? Their defense needs to keep them in games. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up, though, with the firepower that the Chiefs have. I like your stat, 13-0 and against divisional opponents. I'm taking the Chiefs. All right, moving on. Two more games here. Cincy at Pittsburgh, divisional game. And let me give you the X factor in this game. Yes, we did circle the Steelers, Mikey D, Spicy Pickle. Uh, TJ Watt, bad man. For that reason, they win. Is he back? Oh, he's back. Last week. Oh, first game back. back. Week? Okay. That's why they won, bro. Undefeated in T- with T- I TJ didn't, Watt. I didn't know that. So that might make me change my pick. Oh, picks are in. Uh, picks are in. So I'm taking Cincinnati Bengals oh, oh, oh. on this one. Cincinnati boat die. Yep. Uh, Steelers are bad. Okay, look at They had a nice spark. TJ Watt came back. Maybe he's the X Factor. Maybe he's not. Uh, I like to think he is, but he's not. So <laughs> kind of contradicting a little bit. Look, at <laughs> they win this week, I could possibly pick them blind next week. I have no idea who they're pay- playing next week. Steelers? Yes. Okay. A blind pick with the Steelers next week. It, don't look it up. Oh, we'll just we just know that I'm picking them next week. Okay. Uh, but for this for this week, we're gonna go with the Bengals. Um, no Jamar Chase yet. Still no update on his injury. Yeah, he, he was needs seen a hip, in crutches. He needs still. a hip replacement. I don't know what's going. That's no. fake news. Okay, cool. He was. <laughs> this is not fake news. He was seen in practice, still with crutches. Doesn't look like he's gonna be back in the next couple of weeks. Um. For that reason, I'm still picking the Bengals. Hayden Hurst, my tight end, I'm going to need a big game out of him. Uh, Tyler Boyd's been profiting out of this Jamar Chase injury. Joe Mixon last week had five fucking touchdowns, I think, wasn't it? Or was that, that was two insane. weeks ago? Was that two weeks ago? I think it was two weeks ago. Holy shit. So I think the Bengals are starting to churn here a little bit on offense, even without Jamar Chase um, taking Cincy away. Okay, our Monday night game, San Francisco versus Arizona. Kyler Murray did not play last week or... I don't know. He might have played a, you know, a little bit. I have no idea. He had zero fantasy points regardless. Uh, the goal, the goat, Colt McCoy stepped up and won that game. But the X factor in this game, of course, is C-Mac, and I probably will be saying that 
every episode from here on out for San Francisco. Uh, San Fran only put up 22 last week, but I don't think Arizona's that good. So for that reason, we'll take San Fran. Monday night football. Uh, yeah, Kyler's still listed as questionable on here. Um, I, as of now, Colt McCoy's still going to start. Um, also, Zach Ertz out for the year. Uh, big loss offensively for the Cardinals, which means DeAndre Hopkins will continue to eat. Um, Marquise Brown still on IR. I thought he was supposed to be back by now. He hasn't returned. They're literally down to one weapon, and it's Colt McCoy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's it, man. No, I'm going to take the 49ers and the C-Mac churning last week. I think he's found his footing uh, in his new home. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo can play a safe passing game. There's no way they can really lose this one unless they throw it themselves. But I don't see the, the Cardinals going and taking it from them. Probably a lower-scoring game in this one. I will take the under, whatever that number is. Um, we're taking the 49ers. Yeah. Any shout-outs this week? No. Uh, Shout-out to Spicy Pickles Whiskey Sour. It's a pretty good whiskey sour. Uh, don't make it the traditional, you know, traditional way. way, but we made it the fast and easy way because we had a podcast to get done. But did come out uh, pretty good. Yeah, very tasty. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsor, 716 Hot Tub Rentals. Real company. Been saying it for weeks, folks. No one has hit me up. I will hit you with my phone number, 589-7976. That's, <laughs> that's a real, a, that's phone, a real phone, phone number. <laughs> as bad as that sounds, that's a real <laughs> phone number. 716hottubrentals.com. It's a real website. You can find it on all and social listen, people, media. There's a storm coming. Would you not like to enjoy a hot tub on your back deck? Jeremy uh, will uh, drive out to your place in a storm, in a said, blizzard. In a blizzard to drop off a hot tub and hook it up for you. No extra fee. Call them on Friday night. <laughs> Make sure there's snow on the ground. Uh, if you're in Erie County, there might be a driving ban. Everybody stay safe out there this weekend. Go Bills. Uh, with that being said, All Mikey right. D. King J. We out. Out. Oh.